Greetings and salutations. You are listening to the Capeless Crusaders, your number one audio and video podcast mm-hmm. for anything comic book related. My name is David Barry at DR Barry on varying social medias. Ooh. To my Ooh. right, we have displeased with David Barry's decisions and grammar. Greetings, foolish <laughs> mortals. This is the Mad Piper at the Mad Piper on Instagram. This way, if I do, we alley open. Yeah, we're alley okay. open. Shoot. Oh, there it is. Finally, <laughs> the Azorian one has come back <sighs> to hurt your ears after yelling yeah, that loud. Jesus. All right, guys. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steve's, back from his, uh, from his absence. From his limbo. <laughs> from my we, limbo. We, we had a story. It, it fell apart. Yeah. No, I, I was battling evildoers and so yeah, we, we, we wrote it. We wrote a serial. It didn't work. And, and, and now that we're live on video, uh, coffee mug. He's been he's been waiting Coffee. a really long time. That. And to his right, I'm surprised you still have stuff. Like joining us live from Cracking the Vault podcast because you let me back in. Yes, somebody put a bag over my head and brought me here because I don't know where I am. Never again, Steve's. <laughs> that was me. That, that, uh, I'm CIA trained. Um, so hi y'all. My name is Amy Nunag. Um, I am IJ New Robot on Dragon Social Media's. Ooh, that's too fired. Yeah, Insta fired. Don't care. <laughs> but you can find uh, Cracking the Vault podcast uh, basically at our website, crackingthevaultpodcast.com. It's got all of our linky links to all of our stuffs and things. And they are fantastic. Fantastic. As always, we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at the Capeless Crusaders, at the Capeless Ones on Twitter. We are on YouTube and iTunes as the Capeless Crusaders. Find us, like it, five-star reviews, help out the algorithm, get us new listeners. That would help us out greatly, and we would appreciate it so much. Algorithm. Now, if you post comments and stuff, oh, we will comment back. Yeah. We'll talk to you. We will. They'll attempt to. It'll be fun. It would be so much, unless you pay, post something mean, in which case. Well, we mean in which case, you. I'll still talk there. to you. <laughs> will be like, mm, well. I'll, I kind of like the abuse. I'm, I'm broken. I'll <laughs> type angrily. Lots of caps. This is going weird. Well, <laughs> this week, we are going to be talking about the one, the only, Alan Moore, mm. uh, who has recently announced his retirement from comic books. Before we get to that, however, we are going to go around the horde. <laughs> <laughs> That was often so many keys. God, when we go around the horn, we go around the table. Uh, in a, circular in a circular on the side ish. of the table. Around this fashion. Yeah. Uh usually we talk about what we're reading this week. However, this week we are going to talk about our favorite works by none other than the Alan Moore. Uh, yes, interesting. Oh. Who would like to start? I will start. You oh, will start. Oh well. Dibs. Oh. Be for <laughs> <laughs> because I knew it would make you fall. <laughs> uh, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. So I, d- I I should do the same story as last time. So I was going to teach V for Vendetta. <laughs> and no, I, I do love it though. It was a great. It was an absolutely great piece of um, literature. And then also a film. Yes. Great ah. film. Oh, that's, it, it, it was a film. The illustrious Hugo Weaving, who and? most people don't know, is, or I guess many people don't know, is under that massacre. Uh, I knew it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Hugo Weaving, yeah. yeah. Many people did not, though. Oh, yeah. Natalie Portman's in that, too. Yeah, I she, love that Elron. Under the mask. No, no she didn't wear a mask. <laughs> right. Shaved her head, though. Right. And uh, John Hurt. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, and uh, what's his name? From the Hurt Locker. With, with, the, with the nose. <laughs> with, the, with the nose. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the actor. John Hurt is the Hurt Locker. Oh, that was homeboy. his name. What's his name? I can't remember his name. Anyway, Steve's, what do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the mug. Those of you who aren't watching on YouTube, uh, Mickey I'm, Rourke. My mug. Has <laughs> <Yeah>. his, oh, <laughs> okay. 
Wait. Fair enough. Okay, who? That's what? Simple. I'm going to go with The Killing Joke. Oh. Uh, very, uh, very dramatic story. A very... Uh, very dark take on the Joker, and of course, with an ending that leaves you wondering what happened. And recently made into a cartoon. Yes, yes. animated film with with Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy returning. Yes, the, the, very nice. The reprieve. And Tara Strong is Batgirl. Yep, there you go. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Even though Batgirl did not actually appear in the comic book. Uh, so Amy, she becomes Oracle. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! That was my line. I'm sorry. Get, you get, say get it. Off it. I said get, it quick. Now get, you say uh, it with uh, more. Uh, uh, Get off Gusto. Um, hey, if we could all sit, stop six sensing <laughs> the killing joke, move on. Oh, I was spoiling okay, well, it. Well, well, yeah. of all oh, the things I've nah, <laughs> of all the things that I read for um, Alan Moore, uh, the killing joke is the one that I most appreciate. What comes out of um, because, as uh, Mister Steve said. Babs, after her entertaining and really, really crappy turn, yeah. ends up being Oracle. And yes. there's lots of wonderful things that come out of there, but we're not going to talk about what happens after that with the new 52. Anyway, Barry. Batman's eyes. Batman's eyes over the city. Oracle. Mm, is that the, is that the, oh, okay, cool. Barry. I love not an original piece by Alan Moore, but as some of you may know, I'm a big fan of his run on The Swamp Thing. Uh-huh. Yes, he took it over after uh, several issues had already been written. Gave his spin on it and created a quintessential character and story that uh, many of us appreciate and someday we'll discuss on this on this show, despite the fact that we've been putting that off now for... How many episodes? Several, several months. More than several. Regardless... That's a secret. It's not that like secret. Like I mentioned at the top of the show. <gasps> the top. We're at the top. The top. No, no. We, we're The top is with the beginning. That's just the ceiling. Oh. It's a showbiz That's just the ceiling. Oh, I see. I just see the ceiling. I thought we were going around it, and now there's a top. Yeah. We're, 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 we're a multi-directional anyway, podcast. Sorry. Anyway, Skyline? we were talking about Alan Moore. Mm-hmm. Alan Moore, um, who many consider the uh, greatest graphic novel writer um, to ever come out of Great Britain. Mm-hmm. That is not my personal opinion. That's just a title that people seem to give him on the internet. Um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know who Alan Moore is, uh, I'll give you a he's brief... He's very scary. He's, he's creepy looking. I'll give you a brief backstory. He was born 1953, Northampton, England. Ooh. All right. Have oh. you been there? Yes. Oh, Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lo- lovely this time. Piper and I went there on vacation once. Right. Yeah. We summer there. Yeah, we summer. Oh. How, do, how, how does how does your wife feel about that? Oh, don't wonder. Don't wonder. Just oh, the Hamptons, the go. famous Hamptons here, hold, do not hold the candle. <laughs> not, not to the North Hamptons. To North Hampton. Of, of England. Hamptown. Anyway, Hampton so races. we've already mentioned our favorite, our favorite uh, works of Alan Moore. Most notably, he is known for Batman the Killing Joke <gasps> that I have right here. Hello. See? Uh, See? In the, oh, uh, wow. Wait, let me get the... That is the Ooh. physical... If you're not watching paper. on YouTube... That's the actual book. This is for you audio guys. He's thumbing through. Thumbing it's a wee baby book. Thumbing through it. Those of you uh, watching, you can tell. There it is. That ruins the retail value of the microphone. Oh, uh, <laughs> the not yeah. the book, the no, microphone. The, the microphone, yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> From Hell, which a lot of people don't realize, oh, yes. was a graphic novel. Johnny Depp. Yeah, it was, turned, it was turned into a Johnny Depp uh, film. Uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, mm-hmm. which was also turned into an awful film. The, ended Sean Connery's Ended Sean Connery's we career, basically. Uh, Lost Girls. Eh, I'm the only one that's read it. <laughs> Marvel read Man it. or Miracle Man. Or Miracle Man. Uh, Promethea, which I've never read. Swamp What's Thing. That? Oh, that was oh. a movie? Swamp Thing. This is right here. The, the, mm, there it is. The, the physical copy. There it is. Okay. The one that's not oh, read? Here, for, for you audios. Then. Good night. That's, Look at all the pages. Smells Look like, at smells, all the pages. Smells like a library. <laughs> Gleaming analog. I, I smell story. 
Swamp <laughs> Thing. Uh, v for Vendetta, as Piper mentioned, which <clears throat> I don't have here, though you can buy and it comes bundled with a Guy Fox mask. So you can both read and then, you know, occupy Wall Street. Yeah. Um, his name is Guy Fox. Guy? <laughs> what was that? It was the French pop. French. I don't like it. I don't don't like what we just did. Anonymous. (laughs) And then you give him the old. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Uh, Voice of the Fire. Another one I have not actually checked out. A lot of his, a lot of his notable, yeah, his notable works are not notable to us. Right. Uh, Of course. Ah, yes. There it is. There it is. For the 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 Watchmen. Fantastic movie. Mm. Damn it. There it is. This one's really, this one's really long. So that's why it's taking me a really long time. But you can actually. Hear that one better you can than the hear it, yeah. You can feel the art. Uh, do, you hear, do you hear the spine just crack right now? This Ooh. is so uh, many dead trees. The, watch the wind me. coming off those pages. One of mm. one of the greatest pieces of comic book ever written. It is uh, also known for Superman. Whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow? Oh yeah, which was one right. of the, another one that I did not realize was Alan Moore. Uh, and for the Man Who Has Everything, which is a uh, it's it's, no, uh, it's a book. That's not the Superman. Uh, like a Bond movie. Written by that Alan Moore. episode of Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That, it's, that's what I'm saying. I got nothing. I got nothing on that one. Regardless, um, Alan Moore, like we said, uh, earlier this week, announced that he will be retiring from comic books, possibly looking into other mediums. I know, Steve, you had mentioned that he is a... Media. <laughs> <laughs> it's medium. You didn't even use this time. <laughs> said medium. Fired off on that one. Every every chance I have, I ruin that for you. In different ways, I'm hornswoggled as to how this is still good. Hornswoggled, like, good word. Oh, man. Uh, Can I get more good words? This is crazy to me. Okay, continue. I, uh, carry on. He's so Steve's. hornswoggled. I'm very excited because uh, I was listening to a, a another podcast by a, a famous um, famous nerd, we might say. Can we, can we uh, uh, say his name? I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, Chris Hardwick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Friend the of the show. Of friend nerds? of the show, Chris, Hardwick. Of the show, Chris Hardwick. What's going on, Chris? Hey, Chris. Hey. How you doing? Hi. We'll be at midnight sometime. Peace in our time. Yeah. 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 Um, he Points. had Max Brooks on, who is the, the son of Mel Brooks. Uh, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Friend yes. of the show. Mel, 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 Mel and Max. Um, Max and <laughs> Max has written, of course, World War Z. Mm-hmm. He wrote the Zombie Survival Guide. Yes, yes. And he's going to be a part of Alan Moore's collection called Cinema Purgatorio. Yes. Which will feature works by Max Brooks, Garth Ennis, hmm. Karen Gillan, and many others oh, on that. Oh, Karen Gillan. Yes, that whole. So Ooh. I'm very excited about that coming out from Alan Moore. Is it a book? It's like it's a whole collection where all these guys. Is wrote... it a book book or is it a comic? Oh, book? No, it's, it's a graphic novel. Excuse me. Oh, there you I was go. talking about. His, I was talking about the other mediums. Oh, sorry, my bad, but that, that's what I want to get to. <laughs> uh, basically, Garth. Now the listeners and... can't see the murder in my eyes. <laughs> They can feel it. They Garth can feel and Kieran it. and Max all wrote these specific horror stories, and their issue one will have the okay. issue one of each story, and two and three, and so on. So I'm very excited about that. Fantastic. Nice. Now, and Max Brooks is now my favorite, but that's another Max Brooks episode, so don't worry about it. Right. Brooks, friend of the show. That's for later. Uh, so, like I said, Alan Moore moving on from comic books, a career that has spanned since the 80s, mm. or earlier, actually. I thought it was 70s. I mean, I prob- it probably oh, I think Mar- yeah, Mar- Marvel Man was in the 70s, I think. That's true. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Alan Moore is a uh, reclusive wizard hippie. Uh, <laughs> Looks like an evil Santa. That's fairly yeah. Accurate. yeah, I mean, he's just very big Krampus. beard, long hair, like yeah. very, you know, crouched over. Um, the- progressive for his time, some it. would describe, depending on the, the topic that you're actually referring to. Like we said, written some of the most quintessential, like, cornerstones of a lot mm-hmm. of comic book collections. Like, uh, these are, are you going to flip, f- flip it? You're not gonna flip it on the on the microphone. This is all you need. No, this is all. That's all you need. Watchmen. I mean, Watchmen. Yeah. They can't if, read if, it if you're gonna read one, away. read read Watchmen. Right. Um, beyond anything else. So, um, 
one of the the things that I like to point out about Alan Moore is that while he is important in the history of comics, it is not to say that he is necessarily a good person. No. Who is? I mean, you know. No, he's a kind of despicable character. Yes, in both in and outside of comics. I guess that's what we kind of need to 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 lay out because some people, you know, they they just they write these horrifying stories of just these dark, depraved acts, and they themselves are just these wonderful, Garbage. bubbly people that are hopping around. And then you have the people who are writing bubbly, you know, beep, beep. exactly like fantastic, you know, child works, and then outside of it, they they're a hippie they beat homeless people. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Alan Moore is both. He um, <laughs> he writes. De- Dark, depraved, but also very interesting mm-hmm. stories. Whether it's Swamp Thing, Watchmen, V for Vendetta, right. they have these really dark twists. I mean, Watchmen, and in, in, on its surface, is a superhero team up. Yeah, nothing really. Yeah, surface. But when you get down deep below, you know, surface level, it's kind of messy. It's screwed up. It deals with a lot of issues. There's no, there's no clean cut character in the Watchmen. Exactly. Even, even the ones who are closest to right. being clean cut still have something to them. Right. They've got something that. It, Kind of, I, I don't want to say humanizes because I don't think every human is that dark, but it just makes them less untouchable and more of kind of relatable because you can say, ha, there's a chink in that armor. Well, there's, it, makes the, some... it makes the build more yeah. human. Mm-hmm. Like, because you get too many flawless mm-hmm. superheroes yeah. Yeah. and then that makes for a poor story yep. well, and that's, or a character, I guess. And in any work where uh, Alan Moore took someone else's character... Swamp Man, Swamp Man, <laughs> Swamp Thing. His, it was his cousin, Swamp, swamp Man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Bowstep, Bowstep, Sweet Tea. Get a Bowstep, I do it a crowd. Swamp Thing and Superman. There you go. He had established characters that had already been written. He grabbed them and he had this kind of like amnesia effect where he wiped everything out and he said, this is how I'm going to write mm. these characters, mm. which gives you that kind of the ability to add that depth, add those chinks to, you know, wipe away that flawlessness that a character would have. But in a lot of ways, that also kind of makes him a little more controversial, uh, especially in the way that he takes these characters. Steve's example, Steve's, you know, the the killing joke is one of just oh. the darkest, okay. the darkest uh, Batman stories ever written. Yeah. And it's not Batman who's dark. It's the Joker. And we know, I mean, he's the clown prince of crime. He does all kinds of mess up stuff, but it just so happens in the killing joke, he's just... A little bit worse than he'd ever been. And you never see him like that again. Even, you know, cutting off his own face and wrapping around Batman, still not the same as what he did to Barbara Gordon and to Jim Gordon in order to get to the Batman. So again, Alan Moore just, he takes the evilness of a character and amps it up. Um, And sometimes in controversial ways. Um, And whether it's good or bad is definitely to be debated. Whether it is appropriate is a whole nother. Sure. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if he's got, so if he's got free reign over whatever media (laughs) that he chooses, if he's, you know, this, you know, uh, present, you know, worker in in the comic industry and he gets carte blanche with, they said like, no, write a Batman and you've written all this stuff. You you know, we trust your writing. And he, he goes and does this and... I guess he's got free reign to, and they published it. Like they get yeah. however many copies. They approved it ahead of time, yeah. so they just like go for it. I kind of think a powerful story, sir. It's a way of being able to reach more audiences. Like you can have the Joker that is more, you know, Caesar Romero, or the more comedic Joker, where you know he's a bad guy, right? But you kind of laugh off he's a bad guy. <laughs> he's a bad guy. A giant bomb. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
And then you have, you know, The Killing Joke, which was part inspiration for Heath Ledger and Dark Knight, mm-hmm. where it gives you... Now, of course, Heath... Heath did not do anything that was in The Killing Joke, but took right. the darkness to an angle that still affected Batman, still yeah. right. emotionally hurt mm-hmm. Batman. And just... It's those different audiences, audiences you reach, and I think when you do that, you're going to have the, the you know the Batman and Joker that kids can read, and you're the Batman and Joker that we read or right. you know older people want to read, and something that's more more controversial and dramatic that keeps you hooked. Because Killing Joke, I, I I I read it in one night. I bought it on Amazon mm-hmm. and read it that night, and I Easily, was like, yeah. and that ending, the way it ends, I'm like, oh, man, what, what did he do? Did, did he, did he cross the line? Did he? Did he? Did he? We don't know. You that don't, was a really yeah. cool. Idea. You, don't, you don't know what happens. Right. And it's 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 one of those things where the 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 content and the the means justifying the ends. I guess that's kind of the the point mm-hmm. that I bring up is you know he could have been dark and twisted and depraved right. without going yeah the the most like what's the word I'm looking for intimate. Uh, the intimate way that he was dark and depraved, the the of course sexual way mm-hmm. that he was dark and depraved, which Alan Moore likes to kind of dance along that yeah. mm-hmm. that line of of shock. And you know, I mean, there's been interviews where he's been asked like, "Why do you like doing this? Do you think rape is okay? Do you do you are you a proponent of it?" And he said, "No. It's just you know what is what else is so shocking that you would just it would just grab you like that." And it's one of those things where yeah, like it is it is shocking. Yeah, it grabs you. Is it necessary? That's the point that I would. And see, and and when I read Killing Joke, I the, we Joker, of course, those who haven't read, spoiler alert. Um, came out in the eighties. We're good. Came out in the eighties. Right. Uh, we got a statute of limitations out. on this. Right. Movie. <laughs> like, the Joker, movie's out on DVD. <laughs> on DVD. If you feel like watching um, it, Joker, don't do it. of course, shoots Barbara Gordon through the spine, paralyzing her, and he then takes, proceeds. He proceeds to. From see when I read it, I know I saw right. the pictures he took of her, and in my head, like I was already a, I was already feeling the pain of Jim Gordon that this guy just paralyzed my daughter, took her clothes off and took pictures of her, right? And are now as making me see it. I was already like, that's kind of how I read it too. I was I upset mean, yeah. for Jim Gordon then. I never even thought of that angle. But then when you know when people when I've talked when yeah. I've read what people have said about it, I'm like, oh my god. I see that that's probably what he was getting at. It didn't click in my head because I was already upset for Jim. Again, upset as a reader. I mean, to go with the story. Going on with the story. I was already feeling Jim Gordon's pain had it just been stripped her and took pictures of her. That angle, which makes sense now, I'm like, oh my God, he really... He really made Joker the most evil person in Batman's life. Sure. Yep. I mean, to be okay, if I can play a little bit of devil's advocate here. Uh, you're going to have a real hard time. You can try. To be, to be fair... I think um, ignoring it isn't really the answer. Like he's he dances around it, I guess, in a lot of his works, and maybe he does it a little too much in his career. But if Joker's one of the most evil characters ever, um, and he's not afraid to take it to that place, like I don't think he's uh, not heroin. What's it called? I don't know. He's not um, he's not lauding rape or anything. He's still vilifying it in there. So I think he takes that character to a new level like whether it says what it says about him as a person but to show um even just through implication um yeah. that like, he's capable of it that that exists like, in the world hey, you like, shouldn't like the joker the joker is bad yeah he, he can and, do something and it like happens this. once in in the batman canon and it, I, who else is gonna do it than true. alan moore i mean mm-hmm. to bring it's, it to the and it's true but i mean i think it also just kind of comes back to the you know we, we talked about this in the suicide squad the way that the the joker doesn't really have the the worldly normal pleasures. Right. Um, and it, you know, again, kind of hinting at 
what he was doing rather than actually doing it is in and of itself just as yeah. diabolical and evil. Um, and it is, it's true. I mean, when, every time Alan Moore had that kind of that, that violence or, you know, anything when it came to, um, women or, you know, minorities or anything like that, like it was never a good guy. It was never like, Hey, this is okay. Right. It was never like, Oh, the good guy's doing this. It was people like, you know, the, um, well, I can't remember his name. Also, the comedian, you know, and right. everything that he did, so. um, it shatters the people around him. It shatters Batman, exactly. And Barbara, exactly. And then Jim. it's they, like, they, they, a lot of Jim. Um, for example, in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, a lot of people don't realize this, but um, yeah, don't. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, no. Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Um, Mister Hyde is the only one when the uh, Invisible Man turns on them who can find them because he can smell him, yeah. right? Um, no. And using his animalistic tendencies, you know, the squeal book. like a pig no, for me. But that's that's part of it i mean if you read that book it's um the invisible man has been going into insane asylums and raping women and yep. they're believing it's this immaculate conception and that's oh, how he right. meets his very his um, yeah his just desserts yeah so then you know mr hyde then I rapes know. him to death yep. i would i would argue that that shows a piece of what exists in humanity it's He's true revealing it is. a bit of what does exist here it's in, true in the medium instead of just going like no uh ra- rape isn't a thing we never write about he used i guess his he's approaching artistic, it. yeah his artistic license to do so and I, I guess part of it's brave and part of it's uh probably a little bit of obsession or sickness with the frequency that he chooses to use it right. in his work but. and i'll even say in the killing joke like even t- the way he wrote jim gordon yeah mm-hmm. even jim after after going everything he went through at the circus, being tortured by Joker, being forced to see the pictures of Barbara, yeah. after all that, when Batman finally arrives and frees him, and as Batman goes after Joker, Jim tells him, "Don't kill him. Right. Mm-hmm. Bring him in alive. I want him brought in. I want him brought in right." And I'm like, that speaks to the strength of Jim Gordon in that story, where Jim Gordon mm-hmm. just saw the worst thing a dad, let alone a person, could see. Sure. And, and he's still yeah. like, "Don't kill him." Bring him in, lock him away. So I'll give Alan more credit on the way he wrote Jim. It shows yeah. what rape story. does to people, like the, the yeah. ramifications of that. Because Batman is like society, looking like. like he's ready to break the rule. I'm I'm gonna kill Joker tonight. I'm gonna do it. Right. And it's Jim Gordon yeah. saying, "Don't do it. Don't be him." I'm like, okay. And I, and I think the other, you know, because we mentioned like it's not just the, the the creepiness and darkness in the writing; it's also outside of it. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that a lot, a lot of people's issues with Alan Moore is yeah. that he doesn't take criticism. No. Well, Ooh, that's not no. good that's not at good. all. Uh, he, you know, he he basically tries to sink anyone who gives him any kind of feedback on his work. You know, they say he says they're fanboys, they're easily offended, they're they're not experts on the issue. It's so juvenile. Yeah, and I mean, and it's one of those things where it's like if you're gonna on. if you're gonna use such you know extreme examples, be prepared to discuss why and and not just throw everyone under even outside of that if you're going to be an artist yeah be prepared to go under a microscope he's like, going to love this podcast he really so is much. Uh, alan, alan moore so alan, friend of, friend of, of the show, show. Hey. peace in our time hey. Hey. alan moore come here you yeah we're gonna, we're gonna i'm not evil killing santa him. if we, we, we can find him in his, <laughs> in his i don't want to talk to these bastards that's my Alan. That was a good Alan Moore. He's a <laughs> he's a creepy Gandalf. I write what I want to write. Rape, 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 rape. So because the other thing, and and what a lot of people don't know is Alan Moore. He's he's an anarchist. Um, is it really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He um he was actually. So this is a manifesto. Exactly. <laughs> he was uh, when people started using the V for Vendetta mask. 
Um, oh, the, the, the guy Fox, Fox Mask. The anonymous. Yeah, with Anonymous and with the Occupy movement. He actually basically said, like, go for it. Like, these people are trying to take back, hmm. you know, their rights, despite the fact that, you know, if you actually look at what Guy Fox did, you're kind of in, you know, not in the same, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but still, he supported those people being, you know, this anarchist. And I believe he, uh, I think he said he is involved in the occult. He's some kind of magician. No. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's, a he's, a, he's a wizard. He's a wizard. He also and has a failed mall Santa. Dang. It's in there. Look it up. It's in there. Failed mall Santa. Can we go to the Google? Ha, for that? Alan. That. Oh. Friend of the show, Alan. Wait, yeah. you're ruining this. Oh, Children, oh, watch oh, our podcast now. Well, Santa's Wait, real, but Alan Moore is, he's, is he trying, tries, to, he tries. trying to take out Santa. If there you, you see Santa. little kid out there, yeah. Alan Moore sitting in a, in a, on a throne, you a big red don't, velvet throne. Don't, don't, don't sit. Don't sit. And don't read anything he writes. <laughs> and let us know. We'll come save you. <laughs> they will. Yeah. I'll, I'll just bring you snacks. Until you, you, <laughs> that's my Kermit the Frog moment. <laughs> <laughs> the arms? <laughs> oh god the mic oh the hat with the mic you know that ruins the retail value of the mic <laughs> Steve Curtis I think it's broken comedy, Curtis comedy comes in threes people so <laughs> one more time oh it's back alright so that I mean in, in, in a nutshell basically it's um, especially with the way we have gone as a society, you know, the polarized sides of people who right. think that you're either too sensitive or people that, you know, think that put being politically correct is being respectful. So that's why wouldn't you do it? Um, Alan Moore, I think he, he doesn't really have a place in that anymore because he would want to be on both sides. Right. You know, he would want to be progressive and he'd, you know, want to, you know, show, all sides of the way the world is, but he would also be saying, well, why are you getting offended by this? And I feel like he's not, he's not going to really fall into either camp, which is maybe why it's good for him to yeah. hang up the old, uh, the old Jersey. <laughs> he's he's also, he's not hang a Yankee. He's a footballer. Hang up the beard. A- after <laughs> cinema. <laughs> Take off the beard. Take hang off it the up. Beard, hang it up. Exactly. No, please don't. Like I said, I, I, the the cornerstones of my comic book collection are Alan Moore and Frank Miller, despite the the issues, you know, of sexual perverseness, racism, and in some forms, misogyny and homophobia that mm. they mm. have in their books. Uh, not necessarily indicative of the individuals, but possibly. But he explores the concepts of exactly, yeah. and and having and but it also they just they write good stories. Like they Alan write- Moore writes good stories, and then arguably. Shines light on on those topics. Exactly, like, exactly. So maybe maybe he, real maybe he is the progressive hippie that he always wanted he's just to be. A, re- a revolutionary. He's trying to stoke fires. Yeah, I'm well, sure. Not it. anymore. Well, not anymore. Now, <laughs> now he's yeah. retiring. Now he's calling it quits. A- after kind cinema of. purgatorio. Kind of. yeah, we yeah. get it. You like that one, and you want to see it. I want to meet Mel- Max Brooks and Mel Brooks, both of them. I friends want to meet of, Mel Friends of the show, the Brookses. Peace and well, so that about wraps up our conversation on Alan Moore, who will be retiring from college, moving into, I believe, film is where he wanted to go Hate into. the guy, love the art. I mean, yeah. maybe hate the guy. I'm, yeah. I haven't actually Dislike met him. Guy. That's the Dislike problem. The guy. This, is, he, this podcast is going to, we're not going to end on an opinion. This is going to be the end of Killing Joke. Yeah. You but, don't know. Oh, oh yeah. Is. He's 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 like a question mark. he's like Uve Uve Ball. Like I feel like we're gonna okay. we're gonna be critical and then he's gonna challenge us to a boxing match. Wolf. I mean, <laughs> but I will, it's okay. I will box. Tag team. We'll, we'll probably we'll probably win. I think I'd rather see you box Uve Ball. <laughs> I do that too. Put Alan Moore through a table. Right. Oh, there it is. Oh, look, that's not boxing. That's wrestling. That's wrestling. It's wrestling. Get the table. I'm getting it. Oh, no, no, we're on. We're at the table. Oh, at the yeah. table. Oh, this, it's, oh, yeah, this be just, the one. Just wrap up the table. show and then table. we'll do that. This sure. Table. Speaking of wrapping up the show, Drew <gasps> would be so disappointed <gasps> with us. Table for four. My name 
is David Barry at DR Barry on varying social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> media. What, what was that? <laughs> I actually said media. That's the best he part. He did. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. It to, happened. That was almost just the, for now. That was almost the first F drop. To my episode. right, <laughs> to my right, we fun. have proud and so like, pleased, like a mama bear. Oh, oh man, man, it's like brave. It's little little bear cubs spreaded their wings and fly. Is that making famous or Merida? The Mad Piper at the Mad Piper on Instagram. Ali, you. Ali, you. Got it. That was a good one. I am the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. It's good to be back. It's Check. good to be back. Look at your angles. Okay. Oh, hey. <laughs> Forgot about this camera. Hey. Check this. Yeah. It's good to be back. Huh? How you doing? Yeah, anyway, yeah, anyway yeah. to your uh, right. And, and, to and, my, and to my right. Hand and, off. <gasps> Thank you. Um, Amy Nunag for Empire's Comic Vaults Presents Cracking the Vault mm-hmm. at uh, iJaneURobot or at CrackingTheVaultPodcast.com. Check us out on YouTube, on iTunes, not joining us tonight, Tall Dark Not Ugly, uh, Existential Romeo, and Drew JMC, still in Hawaii. Aloha! <laughs> and the Azor. Oh, wait. I'm <gasps> here. I'm oh, so used to, this to missing you. Or FaceTime. All of here. us, the Capeless Crusaders. Good night. Good night. Good night. Double sleep. <laughs> <laughs>